0: Welcome to Kat Steele's Book's Daily Terror Reading, a metaphysical podcast for the spiritually curious. My name is Ellis Barrowman. I am a writer, a terror reader, and, like you, a spiritually curious individual continuously growing my knowledge and awareness. We are all works in progress. There is no cookie-cutter, one-size-fits-all spiritual journey. Take and use what resonates for you, what makes your soul flutter, and leave what doesn't. This is not a soapbox for me to tell you what you should and shouldn't be doing with your life or your spiritual growth. That's not my place. I merely offer information and share my questions. What you choose to do with it is solely up to you. That's the beauty of free will, baby. Today is Thursday, September 22nd, 2022. Man, that is a lot of twos. In numerology, 22 is considered a master number and can turn big dreams into reality if you put in the effort. So take a moment today to think about your big picture, what your dream life looks like. Have you ever thought about what happens after we die? You see it in the movies and on TV, this universal concept of heaven and hell, but how close are these depictions? I was listening to a podcast yesterday where the host was grappling with this question after the sudden death of a close relative, and I i pondered this the rest of the day. I even asked my guides this morning in an automatic writing session, and their answer was interesting. See, being raised in a conservative Christian household, I was taught good people go to heaven, bad people go to hell. Repent for your sins, or you'll end up in hell. I was also taught the concept of a life review. As a child, I pictured it as like a movie theater, watching my life with an audience and a review board. Your good deeds were weighed and measured, and it was decided whether you will be going to heaven or hell. And again, as a child, it bothered me that you can live a good life, make good choices, not get into trouble, and still have someone else decide your fate. Now that I think about it, I believe this was also the theme of an Albert Brooks movie called Defending Your Life. Now, Buddhists believe their stay in heaven is not eternal. Eventually, they will use up their good karma and will undergo rebirth in another realm, as a human, an animal, or another being. Because heaven is temporary and part of samsara, which is the beginningless cycle of repeated birth, mundane existence, and dying, Buddhists focus more on escaping the cycle of rebirth and reaching enlightenment, also known as nirvana. Pagans, on the other hand, don't really promote such a pessimistic view of rebirth. Reincarnation is seen as a tool for growth and learning, and perhaps even joy. Although each incarnation will carry its measure of suffering and sorrow, it will also bring the joy of new relationships, new experiences, and new wisdom and insight. Each incarnation is followed by a period of rest and reflection before the soul gets on that merry-go-round again, This perspective affirms the cycle of rebirth as a positive process. Shinto is Japan's native belief system. The many practices, attitudes, and institutions that have developed to make up Shinto revolve around the Japanese land and seasons and their relationship with the human inhabitants. They can be seen seen as a form of animism which is the attribution of a soul to plants, inanimate objects, and natural phenomenon. The afterlife, and belief, are not major concerns in Shinto. The emphasis is on fitting into this world instead of preparing for the next, and on ritual and observance rather than on faith. Traditional Judaism believes that death is not the end of human existence. However, they believe it is primarily focused on life here and now, rather than on the afterlife. Judaism does not have much dogma about the afterlife and leaves a great deal of room for personal opinion. I guess the truth is, we don't really know what happens after death most of us just have our own ideas and theories and no one really knows for sure what happens after you walk towards the light. Maybe we should take a page out of the Shinto handbook and concentrate on living our best lives in the here and now. This is a collective reading and not for any one individual, so please take what resonates and leave what doesn't. The Four of Swords is telling you to rest. Take some time for yourself and practice self-care. The word of the year seems to be burnout, which is something we're probably all facing. This card is your sign to make space for some healing and rest. The Two of Pentacles is saying you're doing way too much. Get too much on your plate and you need to slow down. Listen to what the Four of Swords just told you. So you've been told to slow down, take a break, practice self-care, and the Six of Cups wants to know when is the last time you did something fun and silly? Something that made you downright giddy. Embrace your inner child and do something silly and fun, just because you can. Okay. So, now that you've taken care of yourself, shaken your sillies out, the Nine of Wands expects you to now set some boundaries. Be crystal clear on your objectives and your boundary line. Defiance in the face of difficulty. The King of Cups, the Empress, and the Knight of Cups all encourage you to lead with compassion, kindness, empathy, respect. And diplomacy. Hug those in your inner circle and let them know they are appreciated and loved. If you have any questions or comments about today's episode, I would love to hear from you. Drop me a line over at catsdlsbooks.com that's C A T S T I E L S -S 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 Books.com. And on that note, Have a righteous Thursday. Do something so silly that it will make you giggle with glee. And I will talk to you all again tomorrow.